And another thing And another thing And another thing And another thing Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing the podcast that continues to set the bar in the world of podcasts. My name is Jody Jenkins. My name is Tony Clement. And fresh off of the Steve Pakin episode, by the way, I didn't, I I should be honest, I didn't listen to the majority of it, but the bits I did listen to, did you ever confirm whether that was his third or fourth appearance on our program? I don't think we got into that. Yeah. What do you, I think, I, I feel think, like it was his fourth, but maybe I'm, what do you think? His third? I think it was his third, but I, I, I you know, he's, uh, he's a standard, uh, he's standard for our podcast. He really is the, the third host. Let's face it. The third host. I think that's, <laughs> uh, that's a little bit of a stretch. Let's be yeah, honest. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Also, also, that was our 150th episode. I don't think you mentioned that either. I did not mention it. I saw that afterwards. Congratulations, Jody. We've made 150 episodes, and uh, I want to thank our listeners once again for being the loyal listeners that they are. So there you go. Man, I'm tired tonight. I, uh, I won't <laughs> lie. Um, Got to give a shout out, of course, to our presenting sponsor each week, John Mutton and the team at Municipal Solutions. You can find them online at municipalsolutions.ca. And Tony, I know that you're able to share some more info on what they do yes, with their uh, team. I'd be happy to, Jody. Of course, with the municipal elections over in Ontario, they're very, very busy. They are Ontario's leading municipal zoning order firm, and they do all sorts of things like development approvals, permit uh, expediting and approvals planning services, engineering, architectural services, even things like minor variances and land severances. They're the whole package. Uh, visit John and the gang at municipalsolutions.ca. We really do appreciate their continuing sponsorship. And then, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that we are on terrestrial radio, huntersbayradio.com, 88.7 FM in Muskoka every Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m., the podcast is repeated, so if you want to have a little bit more of and another thing podcast, that's where you find it. Yes, and also looneypolitics.com. Use the code podcast to get 50% off an annual subscription to that amazing news aggregate site, and you'll get exclusive episodes of our show that you cannot hear anywhere else at looneypolitics.com. How was Halloween around your place? It was uh, busy. Yeah, were you yeah. out and about, or were you uh, keeping the uh, the lights on at home and handing out candy? I think we handed out a bunch of candy like early on in the night. It seemed like kids were coming out earlier. I I, I don't know. I'm not. I don't really get into the Halloween stuff, to be honest. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I uh, I at four p.m. went to shoppers and bought a box of candy and. Uh, Ate it all yourself because I'm sure there wasn't a lot of people coming to your door. No one who arrived at Port Sydney. I think the Port Sydney kids kind of go to Huntsville, I think, and get their go to the you know the more the more compressed subdivisions. I think that's what happens. But you know, I I didn't want to be a sap and and have somebody come up the door. I didn't have anything for them. So there you go. 
Someone told me that your place was the place to go back in the day when you were like an MP because your house, you guys gave out like full-size Toblerone bars. Yeah, that's true. Sure, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I always have a spare Toblerone around. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) You always had access to the huge Toblerone bars (laughs) that were probably funded by the conservative fund. That's right. That's it. (laughs) Now you know my secret. (laughs) So you went to... The convention, the PC Ontario, PC yeah. Ontario convention. What do they call themselves? I don't even know. Ontario PC convention. Um, and by the way, I, other than your posts on Instagram, I heard nothing about that. So I, it was so weird. Uh, it was, first of all, it was a victory lap. Of course, they just won the election a few months earlier. And I, I don't think there was any media there. Like there was no uh, Toronto Star or Toronto Sun or anything like that. There was a riser at the back of the hall, but there was <laughs> there was no cameras there. I don't know whether they weren't invited or whether they just didn't bother. But the 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 funny thing was, of course, there were four premiers there, including Premier Ford. But Scott Moe of Saskatchewan was there. Blaine Higgs of no- uh, New Brunswick and Nova Scotia's Tim Houston were there as well. So it would have been pretty newsworthy, I would have thought. Yeah, you got to believe with those four there, the four premiers, there's, I would have to believe the media was not invited because you can't tell me that they wouldn't be covering, Yeah, you know, a, a meeting of the minds like that. And they had a, they had a fireside chat session with all four premiers talking about their kind of vision for Canada and how they wanted to work together as premiers and, uh, uh, they didn't have very positive words to say about the carbon tax, for instance, and about the Prime Minister Trudeau's energy policies. So there was newsworthy stuff happening for that. I, I've been to many conventions, as you know, Jody. Uh, I've been to Ontario PC conventions since 1978, and I believe this to be the first time that there were other premiers there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of strange, but we I did get a uh, three interviews in with uh, three uh, uh, important people. Uh, Jill Dunlop, who's the Minister of Colleges and Universities. Uh, Prab Sarkaria, who's the MPP for Brampton South, and he's the President of the Treasury Board. And the new President of the Ontario PCs, Mike Diamond. So uh, we'll have those uh, as part of this episode. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're they're... They're a short and peppy, but uh, we, we at least we had a nice chat and asked a few questions and got a few responses. Yeah, the mood was fairly celebratory, let's face it, and uh, I don't think they dug deep into a lot of policy issues. Of course, since then, uh, now uh, all hell is breaking loose with whether there's going to be a strike uh, of the... Uh, education of the school workers and janitors and so on or not and whether there's uh, there there they should be using the notwithstanding clause to get them back to work uh, so what we're all into that kind of thing again and i'm sure parents who have kids in the public school system are worried about uh, what's going to transpire so a lot of what happened at the convention was all before that um, and now we're into politics as usual, I suppose, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out for the rest of this week. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm assuming in your area, it's the same thing. I mean, you don't have kids in school, but 
you wouldn't be getting the letters from the school boards. But I know here and many other school boards, they've sent out emails yeah. and letters saying they're closing on Friday. So yeah, I don't know if this can be averted or if they're just if it's just a, you know, a game of chicken between the government and the union, because it sounds like the government is legislate doing the back to work legislation. But QP sure seems pretty hell bent on having their workers not be at schools on Friday. Well, they have a war chest. We, we all know that unions have uh, contingency funding just for this kind of situation. So, uh, yeah, it is a game of chicken, no question about it. And I'm sure the Ford government uh, uh, predicts and uh, assumes that most people are on their side. That, that is to say, they, they, they don't want class disruption. We've been through two years of hell with COVID disruptions for kids, and it's had an impact on their uh, math skills and their reading skills and all these other things. So uh, no one wants to see that disruption again. So, so what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think that uh, I think that it's the the union uh, the unions will table another offer. We'll see whether the that makes any sense to the province or not. Uh, but if not, uh, there may be some disruption on Friday. But I don't think there'll be any long term disruption. It's just too expensive, uh, according to the legislation. Yeah, so, and see, I don't I don't know if there is room or a runway for another offer because. If if Lecce is to be believed, it sounds like their offer was on the table and it was that's it. Um, and and the here's the did. point, you know, because everybody there, there's some sympathy for these uh, these workers. They are they are low paid compared to teachers or you know administrators in the school system. But uh, you know, as a former bargainer myself, as president of the Treasury Board, I had to bargain with public sector unions. That was part of my job. You know, the minute you give this union or this branch of, of QP, say, a, a 7% raise rather than a 2% raise, guess what? That Everybody becomes, else gets it. That's right. That yeah, becomes yeah, I know that. benchmark for ETFO, yeah. for the elementary teachers and the secondary school teachers. It's yeah, not, that's what it's about. I mean, it's that's not, really that's what exactly it boils down to. Yeah. You're so right. it'll, be, uh, it'll be interesting. Who will blink first? That's the question. That's the question. Here's what I want to know. The premier's video of him carving a pumpkin. Yeah. How many views? How many views does that have so far? Is it pretty? Has it gone viral? I, I, I've seen it several times. He was wearing a Muskoka sweatshirt. Too. I saw that. Did you give yeah. that to him? No, I don't know where he got that. That's probably got it from his cottage up when he's at his cottage. I, well, on his cottage. Stevenson Road 1. Absolutely. The, the video, like, it reminds me of when he made the cheesecake or whatever it was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, I don't know. They're just, they're just like, they're, I actually, they're cringy videos, but they're like, they become cult classics. Like, I feel like it's the kind of thing we'll watch 20 years from now and be like, this was awesome. Yeah, yeah no, and I, I think they, they partially realize it drives their uh, adversaries a little bit uh, uh, bananas because it's just, cringy but at the well same time. and especially putting it out when i don't know if it was planned or not but it coming out on the same day as their back to work legislation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. here he is carving up a pumpkin with a knife good point yeah good point he's stabbing the pumpkin yeah exactly as the, as the lefties would say while well, he carves up our public school system have you no shame 
Hey, can I just give a shout out? Uh, I we always like to uh, celebrate when the lefties. Oh, sorry, go no, ahead. Our, our past guests, right? So, yeah. So, what did one do now? Well, there was Rebecca Schultz. Uh, she, uh, the Alberta cabinet minister, she's now I think municipal affairs minister in Danielle Smith's government. So, congratulations to Rebecca and Eli Hazan. You probably don't remember Eli Hazan. I do. Yep, I do. That was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, long. I think like it must have been 2019 or early 2020 when we had Eli on. He was at the time the director of international uh, relations for the Likud party in Israel. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, I- Israel just went through yet another election and Eli Hazan was standing for for the Knesset. Is he the prime minister now? No, no, no. Oh. It's, I think it's Bibi is going to be back as uh, Netanyahu is going to be back as prime minister. But he was running on the Eli was running on the Likud ticket, and so I I expect he will be in the Knesset very soon. So congratulations to him. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, you know what we do? We make we make winners here. That's what we do. That's what we do exactly. Yeah. So if you want to. If you are an aspiring politician and you want to get to that next level, then uh, just drop us a line and we'll get you on the show and get ready to have the, your career take off like a rocket. That's what exactly. we do here. Yeah, to the moon. We're to the here moon. To so, yeah. So uh, that's a little bit of uh, other news about one of our former guests. And uh, after 150 episodes, we've we've got a lot of folks that uh, have come come aboard and we want to thank them. And again, thank our audience, too. Well, you know what they say, those who those who can are guests on and another thing and those who can't host it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and that's us. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we're available. We we actually we are available for parties, um any gatherings we can host your event. Yeah, we have one that. event under our belt. We did a short but sweet stint at a uh, Pierre Polyev fundraiser in Trenton, Ontario. That's right. Yeah, we did. We did that live. and uh, We have the experience. We exactly. have the experience. That Just went well. That went drop well. us a line at jodyandtony.ca. <laughs> Actually, I should start that website. I wonder if that even exists. Jody and Tony. That's kind of like better than our own website, to be honest. Well, yeah. Jodyandtony.ca. No, it doesn't we did, exist. We did, that, we did that on St. Patrick's Day. Yes, I know. But we should open up that website, jodyandtony.ca. It's easier than and another thing podcast. So why don't you tee up these interviews with with these three wonderful individuals from your from Tony's trip to the convention. Yeah, so I hung out with Jill Dunlop. She is the Minister of Colleges and Universities, MPP for Simcoe North, I believe. Uh, incidentally, her dad represented that riding when I was in the Ontario legislature, Garfield Dunlop. So uh, I obviously inquired about him and he's doing great. And she's doing uh, she's doing a great job, if I may say so, as uh, colleges and universities uh, minister. She talked a lot about training, uh, working with uh, Monty McNaughton at the labor ministry and the need to have more trained individuals for our workforce. That was kind of her focus. And then Prab Sarkaria, he was kind of, uh, he's the president of the Treasury Board. Uh, he, he was just sort of taking in the, the victory lap part of the convention and how it was great to have all the volunteers together. There were a lot of volunteer awards and uh, celebration of 
the rank and file who help make the success of the election possible. And uh, finally, Mike Diamond, who is the, uh, the new president of the party, uh, talking again about how important volunteers are, how they've got to train more volunteers uh, and, um, you know, modernize the party a little bit. So uh, it, it was a good set of interviews because they, they each have maybe similar perspectives, but, you know, they have different functions in government or the party. And so we got a sense from these interviews, you know, what's important to them. Excellent. So enjoy these interviews from a segment we like to call Tony Attends a Convention. Welcome to And Another Thing podcast. I'm the co-host Tony Clement here with the Honorable Jill Dunlop. She is your minister of colleges, universities, and that's it? That's it. Okay, used to, be, used to be training, but it I guess did, training... Yes, training is now with labor. With labor. Okay, yes, sorry, I'm showing my age yet again. <laughs> the name has changed multiple times. Though. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, convention, any thoughts, highlights so far? Well, yesterday we had our, uh, our policy session, so I was joined with Minister Lecce, Minister of Education, as well as the Attorney General, Doug Downey, and the Solicitor General, Michael Kersner. So our session was on education and safety, so we had a great dis- discussion with our, our members, uh, talked about some of the things that are going on in um, K-12 education, as well as post-secondary. Uh, lots of great things uh, in my ministry, the new three-year degrees yeah. for colleges, yeah. learn and stay program for nursing students, uh, and uh, standalone nursing degrees at uh, colleges in Ontario. So that's really interesting. So there, there is a lot of reform going on right now. It's not, it's not sort of status quo. You're looking at the labor market and making necessary changes. Yeah, definitely. We have a labor shortage here in Ontario and you know, we know colleges are, are nimble and quick and they work very well with uh, industry and uh, in different sectors. So we're a good thing for Ontario, good for students. It gives them choices and allows them the opportunity to choose uh, universities or colleges closer to home and to help meet those labor market needs. So, okay, so here's the thing. You had a little bit of a, a party last night, you and Stephen Lecce and Caroline Mulrooney, I think, were the three of you. It was the three of us. It was the, the place to be last night, or are you kind of happy? Blue Bash number two. Yeah. We, we celebrated in Niagara Falls a couple of years ago. Right. We had a, a good uh, crowd, so we did it again. It was amazing to see so many people out. The, the premier stopped by and yeah. had a visit. With, so we, with Scott Moe and with uh, Blaine Higson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we had the premier of Saskatchewan and New Brunswick there. Yeah, we had a fun night. I yeah. know the, uh, the members were excited to get out and uh, there was lots of dancing going on too. Lots of dancing. Well, you weren't, you didn't have to dance for this interview. That's good. <laughs> You're so. very smooth. Thank, Thank you. you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Welcome to And Another Thing podcast. It's your co-host Tony Clement here at the Ontario PC Party Convention. I'm here with Prabhmeet Sarkaria. He is the MPP for Brampton South, my former riding. As well, he is president of the Treasury Board of Ontario. I was president of the Treasury Board federally, so there's a bit of kinship there. How are you liking the convention so far? It's been great. The energy is just incredible and getting to see everybody after a historic win and in June, it's just uh, honestly great to connect with all the, the people that I believe were the reasons we won such a big majority, all the volunteers, the delegates that are here. We're having great conversations and a lot of excitement for the next four years. Yeah, I'm getting a sense that people are looking ahead. Uh, obviously, there's a, there is a celebratory atmosphere. Why not? A, a big second majority. But there's also consideration about you know how the province needs to move forward into the future. 
Absolutely. You know, we put forward a great vision by Premier Four to build Ontario, and uh, there's a lot of excitement to continue that. But we're also faced with some very uncertain economic times, so a lot that's top of mind for, for many people and our members and um, uh, the teams from across Ontario. So it's been a healthy discussion, a lot of excitement, um, uh, and a lot of, of interest in and how this government can continue moving this province forward and, and building a brighter future for everyone. Now, you had a little bit of a hospitality suite last night. That's also part of what these conventions are all about, people just having informal conversations. Did it did it go according to plan last night then? It was amazing. It's honestly the energy, um, uh, meeting so many people after so long. You know, we've been, uh, for the last two and a half years, it's been difficult uh, to, to connect with so many members. And, you know, virtual is just not the same. So getting everybody back together, having a good time, um, enjoying good music, good food uh, with everyone, it was uh, it was just amazing. So I'm, I'm happy we were able to put that together. And there were so many other suites as well. Everyone yeah. had a great time, uh, good conversations, and uh, just a great time catching up. Well, Prab, enjoy the rest of the conference. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. Welcome back to And Another Thing podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Clement, here at the Ontario PC Conference Convention. And I'm here with President-elect, I suppose, <laughs> or designate, uh, Mike uh, Diamond. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I have uh, you know, big uh, chuck shoes to fill, including yes. your own as a uh, past president, but looking forward to it. Yes, we were talking about that. I was president, oh, 32 years ago. So <laughs> that's a long time ago now. But talk about, uh, I guess, the present and the future. What, what sort of are your goals as president? Look, I think, you know, if you look at the last election... It was a tremendous success, but the one thing that all parties suffer from, and if you, every volunteer-based organization suffers from right now, is you never have enough volunteers. So we need to spend the next couple of years recruiting, training, and bringing more folks into the tent to volunteer for us, not just at election time, but in between elections. And then one thing I think we need to focus on is we're very boxy in how we allow people to contribute their time. We need to get rid of those barriers and take the help that people are offering and prepare to give us. Is there a generational thing that you've got to tackle as well? Is that part of the issue? Well, look, I think absolutely, because, you know, we, we've relied on the same folks to do election campaigns for far too long. I'm sure when you were president, we still see a lot of the same campaign managers, and that's great, and their contributions are still important, but we need to get them more support and eventually allow them to take their much uh, well-deserved retirement. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question as uh, putting on my federal conservative hat for a second, and I know there's been a lot of media commentary about the relationship between the provincial conservatives and the federal conservatives. I, I will tell you my bias first and, and, and let, let you respond to that, but I, I think it's a very positive mood here. People are very proud of the Ford government, and they also want Pierre to be successful federally. Am I wrong or am I no, right? No, I think you're absolutely right. More blue lawn signs are better for everyone. It doesn't matter uh, which party's on the ballot and which election cycle. So we need to get more conservatives elected, be it this coming Monday in Ontario to municipal councils and school boards, whenever Justin Trudeau's foolish enough to force us into an election, and then in uh, three and a half years when we're back at the polls here in Ontario. More blue lawn signs are better for everyone. I like I like the way you look at things. That's, that's the right way. Mike Diamond, thanks for being on the podcast. Maybe we can have you back back in the near future have a bit of a longer interview very good thank you thank you well there you have it three wonderful people three wonderful interviews and if we're not nominated for another award for that segment i don't know what it takes to win anything in this world and i've got another i've got another conference coming up jody next month with where where washington dc with uh 
former Prime Minister Stephen Harper. So <laughs> you're like his biggest groupie, bud. No, well, it's uh, every time, buddy. Every time you mention where Stephen Harper is in the world, you're, you're there. Well, I keep. Were you not just? Was he not just like overseas somewhere, and you went there? Well, in Berlin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, but I was part of that conference in Berlin, and I'm part of this conference in Washington. I think it's pretty co- coincidental. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Tony, who- what are you doing here again? Oh, hey, Steve. <laughs> Crazy catching you here. Yeah, go figure. Are you staying at this hotel? Are you staying at this hotel on this floor on this side of it of the building? No, you're you're at the Hilton too. What's going on here? (laughs) But all that, it'll be right after the U.S. midterm elections, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, has happened at the midterms, which is next week, I guess, uh, November eighth, and uh, we'll be meeting in about a month later in dc so there might be a lot of interesting drama going on jody yeah what's your prediction there oh i think the republicans are going to roll the democrats the republicans <laughs> yeah this no, summer think, in theaters everywhere I think, they're, I think they're winning back both houses okay that's my interesting. prediction interesting and yeah. who, who's gonna what are the, some of the names starting to come out for president any other any other aspiring well, the big, wannabes the big one is ron DeSantis. so uh you know if trump doesn't run or is indicted or who knows what will happen with trump it's uh, always a guessing game but ron you think DeSantis is the second in command one i, th- I trump think trump doesn't do it i yeah he's in the poll position no question okay. yeah no question he's he's doing really well he, he'll he'll be reelected as governor yeah they love him in florida they love him in florida and uh, I think that, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, he could run even if Trump runs, but that might be a kamikaze mission. But things are just so up in the air with uh, Trump and uh, all of the legal battles that he has that uh, DeSantis may just decide that it's worth going anyway. But regardless, he's he's in a very fine position, I'd have to say. Interesting. And And I guess Biden, could someone challenge Biden or no? They could. There's nothing yeah. stopping them. But, uh, you know, again, he's got the power. It's just not good form. I mean, hey, Ted Kennedy challenged Jimmy Carter when Jimmy Carter was president. Yeah. So it, it can happen, but Kennedy didn't win. No. Uh, it's hard to beat an incumbent president, uh, you know. So, but it's just, uh, I think most Democrats would want to see a change. But if, if Biden doesn't want to go, what are you going to do? Exactly. So, all right. Well, that was uh, one heck of a show. Yes. Thanks again to uh, all our supporters, including uh, the crew at Municipal Solutions, John Mutton and the team there presenting our program each week. You can find them online at municipalsolutions.ca as well. You can catch us Saturday mornings on 88.7 Hunters Bay Radio, where Tony also does. Is rockin' shindig. There must be an episode of that coming up soon. November 19th. Okay, what's the theme? I don't have a theme yet. Okay. You're going to get one, though. I will get one, I promise. So this is what I want to understand. You research for these themes on your own little radio show, and yet you didn't even know it was our 150th episode last week. That I is don't get true. It. I'm just not... I'm, 
I don't know. I was just mesmerized by Steve Pakin, I guess. <laughs> mesmerized. <laughs> so yeah, Hunter's Bay Radio 88.7. And don't forget, you can use the code podcast to get 50% off an annual subscription to looneypolitics.com, where you can get exclusive news content for all your political needs, looneypolitics.com. And, and I think you mentioned that there's like more supporters coming on board soon or what? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of buyers in the fire. So uh, we might- good. Cause Christmas is coming. I got to get gifts for the kids. We got to gas up those Bentleys and don't forget <laughs> folks to rate and review our podcast. That always helps with the algorithm and uh, our merch table is still open at uh, zekeagency.com. By the way. So I saw, I just got to get this out here, but I saw that uh, Corey Tonight guy, who you probably saw at the convention, Yes, right? I saw him on CBC, and I noticed over his shoulder on the wall when he was doing the interview, that Curse of Politics sign, you know, our sworn enemies there over at the Curse of Politics podcast. We got to get you to get some sort of sign up behind you when you do any radio or TV interviews. Yeah, I have. Yeah, we should get a little. Is uh, he on that show now? Yes, he's, he's on there regularly. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. So it's Scott Reed, Hurley Burley or David Hurley. Yes. Is And Jenny's not on there anymore? I, is, she, I, is she? I am not sure. I don't Jenny think Burn. she is, but I could be wrong. But yeah. uh, I, I don't think she is. Well. Maybe we should just pay Corey tonight to drop the curse of politics sign. We'll pay him to put up an and another thing. That's we? right. We'll just send it over to him. <laughs> should just deliver it to him. That's yeah. right. Product product placement. Hey, Corey, you in there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your week, and we will do this again in seven days. I'm looking forward to it, my friend.